welcome to episode four of All in a Homeschool Day, the podcast helping you keep homeschooling real and in perspective. I'm your host, Crystal Wagner, and this week we're talking about three steps to reduce stress in your life. I'm sure you all feel the same way that we are in such a fast-paced society that it is hard to say no, hard to stop striving for the next thing and to just slow down and take a deep breath and relax. So I want to share with you the three steps that I do, and I try to keep these in mind in everything that I do. I was watching a TED Talk by Rory Vaden, and I'll leave a link for that in the show notes for you. He was talking about how we cannot add more into our day. We need to become better at figuring out how to eliminate, automate, and delegate. And when we can do that, we can actually get so much more done. And what we do get done will be even more meaningful. So let me tell you a little bit about each of these three steps and how they can apply in your life. We're going to start with eliminate. Now, the most obvious thing to eliminate is clutter and to go through all your stuff and start pulling things out that you no longer use and eliminate some of that clutter. That can be a little overwhelming in itself and time consuming. And if you really want to do that, that would be a great thing for you to put on a longer term project list and choose one area at a time to work on. But there are some easier things that you can eliminate that you will see an immediate impact. The first thing is expectations. When you find yourself thinking, I need to do this, I should be doing this, I have to get this done, you may want to pause and ask yourself, do I really? Who says I have to get this done? And does this line up with my mission statement and with my priorities? We talked in the last episode about identifying your priorities and establish and writing your mission statement so that you can ask yourself these questions and see if they line up with what you have already decided. If they don't, let them go. Eliminate them from your life. Find ways to withdraw from programs, activities that you're in that are no longer lining up. Find ways to overcome those expectations that maybe others are placing on you that you want to eliminate. When we make so many little decisions over the course of the day, it can really wear on us. So I encourage you to eliminate as much of the decisions as you can. We'll talk about this a little more in a minute when we talk about automate. But to give you a couple of ideas, you could make a list of what it is you're going to do the next day. You could have a list of school lessons that you would like to accomplish the next day. You could plan ahead for the next couple of weeks for school and know what's coming up so you don't have to think each day, oh, do I have all the supplies ready? You can prepare them the weekend before. It's also helpful to eliminate distractions and time wasters. There are so many notifications that you can enable on your phone or your tablet or your computer that pull your attention away 
from what you're doing. And that can kind of put you into a state of constant hyper alertness. So you're always wondering, did somebody else text me? What else is waiting for me? What am I missing? I've turned all my notifications off except for my phone and uh, my texts. And everything else is there whenever I'm ready to go check on it. I don't have to be at everyone's beck and call. And I can check in when I am ready to check in. This has really reduced my stress in that I can enjoy the moment and I don't have to worry about missing something. Other distractions could just be having your computer on. I find that if I can turn my computer off by five each day and focus on getting dinner ready and engaging with my family, our evening is much more relaxed. Other distractions might be a cluttered house. If I can start my day with a clean desk and a clean kitchen counter, my stress level is immediately brought down. So after you've eliminated whatever you can, whether it be a clutter, distractions, expectations, or items on your to-do list or weekly activities that don't really need to get done, look at how you can automate your day. The most obvious is setting up bill pay so that you don't have to think about it. It just happens automatically. Well, we can do something similar with other areas of our life. Jack Canfield has said 99% is hard. 100% is easy. I try to ask myself, what one decision can I make now that will save me 100 decisions later? Let me give you a couple of examples. You could choose to use a salad plate instead of a dinner plate if you're trying to eat less. You'll put less on your plate and therefore consume less. You may also need to make the decision ahead of time that you will not go back for seconds. Or maybe you will only have ice cream one day a week instead of four or five days. In episode three, we talked about identifying your priorities. When you have automated that decision process to identify what your main priority is, that will help you eliminate a lot of other decisions. It will automate that process for you. As I mentioned, my focus this year is on investing in relationships. So I have to make fewer decisions about how I will spend my time and what I will do because I know that if the answer is yes to will this invest in a relationship, I'm probably going to do that. Another great way to automate your day is to create habits and routines. Maybe a habit or routine you want to get into is exercising or eating better. So you want to make a meal plan and have a designated time that you will prepare meals for the day or for the week. Maybe you need to establish some expectations of what you can realistically get done and create routines and habits around those. 
for me, a couple of routines and that I have tried to establish. So when I get up in the morning, one of the first things I do is exercise. If I don't do it first thing in the morning, it often doesn't happen because so much else in our day is pulling me in so many directions that I have a hard time squeezing it in. So I try to get that done first thing. The other thing that I do is have a daily quiet time. It really helps me to center myself in God's word and in what he wants me to do. And that also reduces my stress. Now for you, you may need to do these two things at different times of the day because your schedule or your season of life is different. And that's okay too. You need to find what works for you. For our homeschool, what we have found is that we watch CNN 10 for breakfast and then do a poetry reading. By tying those two things to something we're already doing, having breakfast, it becomes a routine. And that is what we expect to happen at that time. So if there's something you really want to automate and to add into your life, I encourage you to see if there is an existing activity that you can add that onto and associate it so that you don't have to think about when you'll do it. It may also be helpful to have a checklist as you're automating the process. Maybe it's uh, how to complete a chore, the different ta- different steps that are involved in completing that chore. Maybe it's a checklist for your children to finish their school lessons or for you to work through the lessons with them. I find that having a checklist gives us that structure so I don't have to think about each and every step that we need to take. And a surprising little tip that I learned recently, which I hadn't thought about doing this before, but it has helped immensely. And that is to break each step down into as minute a task as possible. I learned this from Sherry Gregory in the book Overwhelmed. And she talks about each step of the process being a decision that you have to make. And sometimes if the process is too big, it's too many decisions all at once and we, we just get overwhelmed and we can't uh, get started on it. Instead of having a task on my to-do list, such as plan birthday party, maybe I need to have each individual task listed out, such as determine when the party will be, and then determine who will be invited, and then prepare invitations. When each of these steps are broken out, I can choose exactly when to do them, and I don't have to think through this process and try to decide what the next step is. I find it's also helpful to set alarms on my phone so I don't have to think about this. For example, I have alarms on my phone set for lunch on a couple of days when we have activities out of of the house in the afternoon to make sure that we eat on time. I have alarms set on my phone for times that I need to pick my girls up from activities so that I don't have to think through every single time we go to this activity, when is it that I need to be back to pick them up? Setting those alarms on your phone and use the repeat function will allow you to automate that process and not have to think about it every single time. And the third step to help reduce your stress is to delegate. 
we can outsource a lot of what we do. We need to think, stop and think about what is it that only I can do? Only I can invest in relationships. I can have someone else clean the house. I could order meals in. I could have someone do my laundry. Now, I don't have people do all of those things for me. And what you are able to outsource will depend upon your resources, your time that you have available, and the ages of your children. And there will be seasons of your life that you need to outsource different things to help you get through this season. When my daughter was an infant and had some special medical needs, I definitely outsourced cleaning my house. Now, I am enjoying outsourcing some of this to my children. I turn over more responsibilities to them each year through their responsibilities and privileges list. And I'll link to the post in the show notes that describes how we do that. I have told them that I expect them to learn these responsibilities, learn how to do them and do them well so that they will be prepared to live on their own. What I have also told them though is that anything I would pay someone else to do, I will pay them to do when they can do quality work, the same quality as if I were hiring that out. So for example, right now we have someone cleaning our home. I've told them that when they are able to clean our home at the same level of quality, I'll pay them instead of paying the other people. You don't have to pay your kids to do these tasks. It can just be expected as part of your family. We're just choosing in some areas where we would otherwise outsource an activity to outsource it to our children when they are ready to assume it. You can also get creative in this area. You don't have to outsource and pay someone to do various things for you. Maybe you could trade with a friend. These three steps, eliminate, automate, and delegate, have really reduced my stress level as I have learned how to say no, how to get rid of things that are not lining up with my priorities, how to automate things that I really want to have done but that I don't want to take time to do each and every time and how to delegate some things so that they do still get done, but I don't have to do them. To find the links that we talked about in today's show, you can go to the show notes at triumphantlearning.com forward slash AHD 004. If you have a homeschool or parenting struggle from which you have triumphed or a nugget of wisdom to share with the podcast listeners, I'd love to have you on the show. Go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash podcast guest to submit an interview request. Do you have a question you would like to be addressed on the show? Go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash contact to submit your question and I'll do my best to answer as many as possible on the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast and left a review, I'd really appreciate if you would take a moment to do those two things iTunes bases their search results on positive ratings, so it really is a blessing. Thanks for your help. And until next time, I hope you have a triumphant day.